Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and it's so great that you're here listening. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you're absolutely in the right place. This is the podcast for all things related to working moms. It's where you'll get inspired to enjoy the ride while also finding ways to make life a little more efficient and more fun. In today's episode, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about a really interesting quote I heard, and I heard it a long time ago. I think it was actually years ago, and it's just stuck with me. I can't get it out of my head. And the reason why I don't think I could get this quote out of my head is because I can't decide whether I actually agree with it or not. Is it the total truth or is it a total lie? I don't even know. I'm going to let you decide. And in today's podcast, I'm going to tell you my thoughts about it. Maybe why it's a little true and a little not true and how we can use these lessons to improve our lives. And for sure, it's going to give you something to think about. And I'm going to apologize in advance if you can now never get this quote out of your head. (laughs) So please forgive me. But in this episode, we're really going to put it to the test and we're going to discuss every part of it and why it can really help you in your life. Hello, my sweet friend. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's so great to have you with me as we discuss today's topic. And I hope you're doing well. I am talking to you from a new Mac. My old one was seven years old, and it was so incredibly slow, I couldn't even use it. I don't even know how I recorded the podcast on it. So I'm really enjoying talking to you from a brand new Mac. It's so fast and it's so much fun to use and it's making this process even more fun. You know, it's all the little things. So I hope you're doing well and it's great to sit here and talk to you. Now, today's topic is really, really interesting. I'm really excited for today's episode because today we're just going to chat. I'm going to just tell you some thoughts about this quote, and we're just going to go back and forth. We're going to talk about whether it's true, whether it's not true, and let me know if you like this format and I could for sure do more about it. So let's get started. I know you're anxious to hear what this quote is that we're going to talk about today. And the quote is by Martha Beck, and here's what it is. It's so simple. She says, how you do anything is how you do everything. Okay, let's repeat that. How you do anything is how you do everything. Very interesting, right? It gets you thinking. And I first heard this quote on another podcast. And let me tell you, the podcaster believed 100% that this was true. And it just got me thinking, like I was saying in the introduction, is this true? Is it not true? I don't know. And I just couldn't get it out of my mind because I kept exploring scenarios and saying to myself, is this really true? Is how I do anything, how I do everything? And here's what I think. I think it's mostly true, but it's not always true. And let me give you an example where it is true for me. So at work, I am responsible for doing a lot of fine detail work. I deal with a lot of numbers and the information really has to be correct. I cannot have a mistake in my work. And so when I'm ready to turn in my work, I don't just finish and turn it in. (laughs) We've already talked about this a little bit on the Perfectionist podcast that we had a few episodes ago. But anyways, when I'm done looking over my work, 
I check it carefully, and I don't just check it once. I can check it up to five times. I really want to make sure that there's absolutely no mistake there. And don't judge me. (laughs) If you knew the work that I did, you'd understand why it was so important that it has to be so accurate. It's kind of part of my job. And this level of checking things again and again, it does show up in so many other places in my life. You're going to laugh, okay? So let me give you some more examples. So I have kind of a rule that I follow and that after I make a recipe, I actually run down and I check all the ingredients and I make sure that I didn't accidentally leave something out. And let me tell you, I actually do this for a reason because I used to be cooking and I would forget a key ingredient and it made me crazy. So now I know when you're done baking or whatever it is you're cooking, just give it a glance over. And this has saved me so many times. So don't even laugh at me. (laughs) But this is just a way where I show you where it happens at work and then it happens at home. I'll give you another example where I check things. So when I have an email to send, I check it over and I make sure that I don't have any typos, that it makes sense. I look it over. Also, when I edit a podcast, I listen to it and I edit it. And when I'm done, I'd listen to it one last time to make sure I didn't miss anything. There's no awkward pause where I was thinking. Whatever it is, I want to just double check it and make sure that everything is good. So you can see in all these examples, because I gave you one from pretty much every area of my life, home, work, everything. I do. I like to double check things and make sure that things are done correctly that I didn't make any mistakes, and that I dotted my T, (laughs) and that I dotted my I's and I crossed my T's and everything is good. So that's an example where how I do anything is how I do everything. But let me give you an example of where this isn't true. Because I also have examples in my life where it's not. So let me tell you, you should see the inside of my kitchen cabinets. They are spectacular. If you came over my house, I would blindfold you, first of all, and I would just walk you over to my kitchen cabinets and you'd open them and the angels would sing. I mean, it looks like a work of art. That looks amazing. But I said I'd have to blindfold you because that's the only area in my house that really looks like that, where every container is the exact same size, the exact same color. I even have those little labels where I write what it is and I maintain it. So when I buy something, I put it right in the container and it looks spectacular. Even my spices. Can I just tell you, I saw this tip on a blog to put your spices on a lazy Susan rack. (laughs) If you've never done that, just get this out of this episode. Buy yourself a lazy Susan rack and put your spices on It is so easy to access and it looks so good having your spices there. So this is so beautiful, right? I have the most amazing kitchen cabinets, but the rest of my house does not look like these kitchen cabinets. So in this instance, how I do anything is not how I do everything. Why not? Why is the rest of my house pretty much a disaster, but my kitchen cabinets are so incredible? And I'm going to tell you why I think this quote doesn't always work. And that is because we all have mental blocks. And as a coach, I have learned that everybody has some kind of mental blocks around some things. 
And these mental blocks can be limiting beliefs. They can be messages that you learned as a child. They can be assumptions. They could be perfectionist tendencies like I have. Whatever these limiting beliefs are, they get in your way so that while you should be the same in every part of your life, I think sometimes you're not always. So I have a limiting belief that kitchens are really easy to organize, but other places in the house aren't. (laughs) See, it doesn't even make any sense. And it's not even necessarily true, but it's just what I believe. So I can make my kitchen pretty much almost perfect, but I have this message in me that keeps me from believing that I can make the rest of my house look like this. And we're all like this. I'm sure you have this in some areas of your life too, where things go so smoothly, but in other parts they don't, and they should. And I think this is really, really important. Because if you start noticing where you're different in one area of your life than you are in another, that is such a great message to you. That's amazing information because that tells you, hey, maybe I have a block somewhere. Maybe I have a limiting belief. Why am I different in this one little area of my life than I am in every single other area of my life? And once you realize this is going on, you can start exploring it and you could address that mental block. And that's actually what we do in coaching. We explore it. We see why is this happening? And that's when you can start fixing things. That's when you can start applying this to other parts of your life. You can start organizing your whole house. So it's like your kitchen. So it's so organized. What amazing information you can get. So I actually believe that the quote should be true, and it would be true if we didn't have these mental hangups, if we didn't have bad experiences as a kid that kind of shaped us in who we are today, and we all have them, because it makes sense that how you do anything is how you should do everything. But when it's not true, maybe there's a reason, and that reason is your flag. And let me give you another example. Let's say you notice that you have a really easy time talking to strangers when you're at synagogue or church, but you can't seem to do it in other settings. Maybe at the school PTA, you freeze up when you encounter somebody new. What's going on there? Start exploring that. Why are you okay? Why are you able to be social in one setting, but not another? And that awareness, when you realize what's going on, ah, That will change everything, right? That will help you start fixing things. I love how that awareness can bring this to light because half the battle in life is just noticing, is realizing, hey, what's going on? It shouldn't be this way. Maybe I have to change something. But of course, you can't change anything until you first realize that something is going on. All right, so now let's do the opposite. You ready? Let's talk about scenarios where the quote may be true for you, where how you do anything is really how you do everything, because there's also so much learning in that. And let's choose a fun example to talk about this, because why not? And I'm sorry in advance if I make you hungry, but let's say that you're going to the store and you want to buy ice cream. And if you live in America, this could actually be a not a pleasant experience, So you go to the store and you want to buy some ice cream and you go to just a regular grocery store. 
And you probably know what I'm going to say next. So you're standing there in front of the freezer section, and there are a million choices. You could get frozen yogurt. You could get ice cream. You could get cones. You could get a natural. You could get one with all colors, whatever it is. There are so many options out there. How do you react? Is this exciting for you? Do you look at the different options and do you feel like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so happy that they have all these different flavors and I can't wait to choose. (laughs) It makes me laugh just saying that because that's not me, okay? (laughs) I hope you're like that. But if you're more like me, I look at all these options and I freeze. Okay, that was a total pun, by the way. (laughs) So I'm looking at all these options and I just freeze up and I just don't know what to do. And I can tell you that I may actually go home with no ice cream because it is so overwhelming to me. Now, that's just one example of how I do anything, right? Or how you may be doing anything. How do you apply this to other parts in your life? When you have a lot of options, do you freeze up? Or does it excite you? For me, of course, it makes me panic. So I've learned that too many options of anything, no matter how good, even if it's ice cream, are not good for me. See, so I can use this information in every part of my life because how I do anything is how I do everything. So I'll tell you other places where it shows up. When I'm buying clothes, if I go to a store that's too big, I get overwhelmed. Even if I'm doing online shopping and the online shop has too many options, I just can't deal with that many choices. So now, isn't that great information to learn about myself? I love it. I really love this quote because when it's true, it's showing you something. And when it's not true, it's also showing you something. So let me share how I've used this information to actually help me. So now that I know that a lot of choices just don't work for me, I try to limit my choices. One way I do this is I actually have a minimal wardrobe. So every season, I may only have about 12 to 15 things to wear. That's it. I don't have so many options. It's actually wonderful because I have a small closet and there's plenty of room. It doesn't look overcrowded. But then everything that I own, I absolutely love. I adore it. So you see how this follows my personality? I don't want 30 or 50 different outfits. That's way too much for me. Instead, I want just maybe two weeks worth of clothes, just in case I don't get to the laundry one week. And that's it. That's all I want. But then everything that I own, I want to really, really love it. I want to want to wear it maybe once every two weeks or even once a week. I want to love what I have. I want to buy the highest quality. And that's how I am with pretty much everything in my life. I actually don't go to a regular grocery store because there are way too many options. I prefer Trader Joe's, which is a much, much smaller store. And frankly, if they don't sell what I need, I usually don't buy it. So I have limited options there. And it makes life so much easier for me. And luckily, they do have really delicious ice cream. So I'm okay there. (laughs) This is such a fun topic, isn't it? Thank you so much for being here with me because I just love talking about these concepts and what we can learn from them. 
So you're a very busy person. Let's do another example. Here's a way where how you do anything may be how you do everything. So let's talk about efficiency. I bet you use your time really, really well. I'm going to share with you how I use my time well. So for example, I love to go on a walk almost every day. And when I walk, I love to listen to podcasts because I like to learn something. So there I'm doing a twofer. I'm getting a walk and I'm learning something. And it's beautiful. I'm being efficient with my time. I'm really enjoying myself. It's very, very efficient. And here's another place where efficiency may show up in my life and in yours. I have a morning routine. I'm curious if you have one. Let me know. Leave me comments. Send me emails. I'm very curious about people's morning routines. I have a morning routine, so I make sure that the most important thing that needs to happen happens first. And for me, I'm just going to tell you that that's meditation because I have to be calm in order to do the rest of my day. Calmness needs to happen. So I have a morning routine that includes meditation, and I do it almost every day. Maybe sometimes not on Saturdays, but besides that, almost every single day, I do my morning routine. Another way my efficiency comes out is I like to meal plan. I wonder if you do that also, because I don't want to waste my time wondering and stressing over what we're going to have for dinner. That is not efficient. I don't like that. So there are other examples showing you just different ways where how you do anything can also be how you do everything. But when that's not true, when we're not consistent, when one part of our life is very different with how we do something else, that's also a lesson. So maybe we should change the quote. Maybe we should change it to how I do anything is how I should do everything. And we can apply this lesson to our life in a couple of different ways. The first is just start noticing the differences. Start noticing when you almost always behave or react in a certain way, but in some circumstances, you don't. Huge flag, right? If you're always a certain way, just like my kitchen cabinets, but in other ways you're not, something's going on there, right? So start noticing and pay attention. If you're always organized, for example, why aren't you organized when it comes to, let's say, grocery shopping? Just start noticing. Could it be maybe because your spouse isn't doing the grocery shopping and maybe you're resentful? See, here are all these inner things coming out. So start noticing when that pattern is broken because a broken pattern is very telling. It's some of the best information you can get about yourself. Because if there's a break in the pattern, that is a flag that something is going on, something that you probably need to deal with and can fix. And that can help you so much once you deal with it and fix it. And the other thing is just to start noticing patterns. So notice when you have a pattern. For me, just to use the example, the pattern is that I get overwhelmed when I have too many choices. What do your patterns look like? I'm sure we all have a million of these different patterns. Where are they? Where are they showing up in our life? Because whatever the pattern is, is it positive, negative, whatever it is, notice that it is a pattern and that'll give you the ability to start changing things, making improvements, tweaking your life so that things will be easier and smoother for you. 
So powerful, isn't it? So this quote, how you do anything is how you do everything, is amazing, isn't it? It can help you spot problems. It can help you prevent problems. I love what I've learned about myself because of this quote, even because I disagreed with the quote a little bit. See, isn't it interesting how even disagreeing with something can make us more in tune to something, how we could still learn from it, even when we disagree with it? Huh. (laughs) There's another life lesson, isn't it? As I said that, I was just thinking about how would we even disagree with people? We can learn from that too. So, so powerful to learn from everything. Whether we agree with something or we disagree with something, to just be aware. Because what I'm talking about is creating awareness. What's going on? Why is the quote not correct? Should it be correct? And when you have that awareness, that is when you can start creating, dare I say, some balance in your life. Noticing what's working, noticing what's not working, noticing how you are, and using that information to make your life so much easier. Or noticing the information to change some thought patterns so you can make life easier for yourself. Thanks for listening to today's episode. It was a little different than usual, but I thought it was really fun. I really enjoy talking about a concept with you. This concept for me has really just created some information that has helped me in so many areas of my life, and I wish it the same for you. Thank you so much for listening. Can I just say again how much I appreciate you? It's so much fun just being in your ears and growing together with you as we explore topics that just help make us more balanced, more aware, happier, more organized. It's just the best, isn't it? So I appreciate you being here on this ride with me. And if I could ever support you in any way, just let me know. Shoot me an email. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.